wanna talk about mom. <laughs> you wanna talk about mother. It's mother time. Natalie, where are you, you stupid? <laughs> you wanna talk about my child? <laughs> Greetings, guys. We're back again. Back, 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 back again. Back from the way back, back. Hey, hey. let's go so, way back. Way back. What's up, everybody? How y'all doing tonight? This is your boy Tom. This is your boy Trey. This is Nikki. And I am James Major Boyds. <laughs> Boyds. <laughs> okay, you just sounded gay as hell. James Major Boyds. I was about to say, it's your boy. <laughs> when I said um, James Major Burns. Who's James? If you were a drag queen, your name could be Major Burns. Yeah, it's going to be third degree. Yes. Anyway. And we're three and a half. Three and a half. Gay. Gay. I'm trying to harmonize with Nikki because she, lost, she lost the voice, y'all. <laughs> I ain't lost my voice. Because you've been sucking too much dick. That's a lie. Well, it ain't a lie. Well, not actual things, but fake ones. Just kidding. I'm I'm sorry. We need to get up like that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, 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 sorry. But this is uh, a throwback. But when young When young M.A. said, like, Shawty made me weak. Was she deep throat? Like, she deep throat in a strip ball. Well, I thought she was sucking her titties. How do you deep throat a titties? characteristics and people you know of all ages and um we're gonna talk about self-disclosure so mm. some people love to tell somebody about you or your business your business putting your business out there mind been mind been it ain't none of your business so what y'all want to start with anybody want to just pick it out of the bag where y'all want to start on this one because it can go real deep real fast so we can, can be we? shallow i want to start with self-disclosure Okay. Go ahead, lead us in this one, Brother Malcolm. So, if y'all please bow your heads in prayer. <coughs> in the name. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, let's pray for these niggas who think, who takes it upon themselves to just out you and just share your business without you even getting yes. a chance to. Lord Man, because like, I am so tired of people introducing me as their gay friend. Oh. I'm just like, why can't I just be... Your Tom, friend. or like the person that I am, who or whatever. Am I introduced to that needs like, that, this that needs to, to know. Basis. This is a need to know. Sure, like, like unless you introducing me maybe to my potential, maybe like, they're warning their something. friend I was just before they say, say but some off the wall need... crazy stuff about just, gay people just, or black people. Yeah, maybe but you know whatever. Oh yeah, no. But like, I feel like I'm a strong-minded and an opinionated enough person to. Come back at you if you feel that. Like, I mean, that's the only explanation I can think of. Like, yeah. hey, he's gay, so don't don't say any like. But like the other day, this girl said but, that's gay, and I was like, is it? Yeah, but like that's like me like introduce. This is my friend Nikki. Oh, she's black. <laughs> By the way, she's black. Well, I mean, like, James has might have introduced him like that. As his like, gay as black friend, and I kept her friends were blind; they couldn't see that he was black. Um, 
Right. I'm like, or you can't see that I'm gay. Well, sometimes. I mean, you can, sometimes you can't. Sometimes it's plain as day. But like, even still, like, there, though, I think that like, that. unless like we're like, in like, there's no reason for you to introduce me as your gay friend. Or like, there are like some people in my life who just like wants to relate to me sometimes. Yeah. So like, um, I can think of a couple coworkers. But like, they will try to talk to me about my life in certain situations in my life where like, they bring up my sexuality or anything like that, like or that. But I'm just like, this, this ain't your business to be shared. And if I wanted to walk around this bitch with, sorry, James. If I wanted to walk around here with rainbow flags tied around my waist and stuff, then let me do that. Yeah. Okay? And it's not that I'm hiding the fact that I'm gay or anything like that, because I'm very open and honest about yeah. it. But at the same time, it's not for other people to It's not their business to tell. Yeah. And if you feel comfortable and safe enough to let somebody know, that part of you, then you will. Right. And if not, then whatever. But why is this because, such like, an interesting it's not, topic? Yeah, like, yeah. other than that, like, if it has nothing to do with the conversation or our relationship, like, what's the point of me even disclosing that? Most people that are straight don't be like, yes, hi, my name is Carol and I'm straight. Like, yeah. no one says that. They just go about their lives right. and then if it comes up, they, you know, have a part of the opposite sex, right. then okay. Because there's been a few times where I was talking to somebody and I'd be like, well, me and my boyfriend, and they'd be like, you're gay? And I'm like, I've not been talking this whole time. <laughs> you ain't see my name tag when I walk up. Okay. <laughs> just gonna have. Hi, my name's James. I'm gay. <laughs> chairman of the. I'm a captain of the team. <laughs> yeah. Are like people who just feel like hurt because you didn't tell them you were gay and stuff like that. Like, how are you offended that I didn't oh, tell you? I knew, but I just wanted you to tell me. I was like, well, I wanted you to ask me. Yeah, or not even that, or like, why do you care? I mean, I, I know why you care, but like, and you should care, but I, at the same time, like... I want those same people to understand why. Think of why I didn't tell you, because there's been, I have many friends who are, we're still friends now, but they used to say a lot of homophobic stuff all the time, and they mm-hmm. couldn't think of any any reasons I, I didn't <laughs> want to tell you I was gay. I'm like, your top three things you hate on MySpace is you hate gay people. MySpace don't. <laughs> That's how far back we go. So you want me to go up and tell you I gave, I'm gay, but you got a top three list. It just happened to be things you hate. Hmm. And, and one was gay people. And one was gay oh, people. Oh, but you knew I was gay the whole time. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I just, I, I, I can't stand it. I'm just like, one, my sexuality is just part of who I am. Mm-hmm. It is not everything that I am. Speak on it. Okay. Episode two. Oh. <laughs> Come on, shameless plugs. It is not uh-huh. everything that I am. Yes, my name is Thomas. I'm also educated. I have two degrees. Hell. And what else do you want to say? Yes, I'm black. I I have dreadlocks. I like. I have brown eyes. Beautiful brown eyes. Beautiful brown eyes. (laughs) Beautiful eyelashes. On Wednesdays, he wears pink. I do not wear pink on Wednesdays. That's my main girl. Sorry. And let me. I like funny songs. Like you can say anything else. I write poetry. He likes watching TV. Any other, I do love Ratchet TV, and I'm a rat. Hell, I'd rather you say this is my friend Tommy, he a rat. Right, he eats syrup sandwiches. (laughs) 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 Never had that. Never felt that. Well, I guess you took it because I've had that. Never had that. We had that back in the day. Let him stop you up. up. (laughs) No, but like, I was just just telling somebody this other, no, actually, yo, bae, about like how my mom used to make big pots of ramen noodles. Oh, yeah, you were telling him that. Him? I said telling her that. Oh, I was about to say. Don't try to, don't, don't you dare try to do that. Oh, I was like, I don't know if you had a friend or something. I was just checking. Nope. Because don't come for bae. I could never. Well, you do all the time. 
No. I mean, I do come for bed. We already did the sex episode. <laughs> no, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm like, I think self-disclosure. I think our youngest viewer is 13. Y'all. Okay. okay. Oh, my God. Well, we're sorry. We really do mean and if they sorry. And if they were 13, then it should have flew over their head. Next. Ask your mama. Not responsible. Well, when I was 13, I would have flipped right off my head. I would have gone. Right. But, like, you know what? I also think that self-disclosure, like, works in other instances in your True. Right, it was on my list of things to share with you. Right. I'm gonna say if you wanna know why so and so is in a relationship, then ask so and so when did you get in a relationship? And most people do. Yeah. And most people don't. Yeah. Like now don't get me wrong, I'm here for some good gossip. (laughs) Like it Oh, we know because you the bone collector. Sheree is definitely my auntie. Hey, mm-hmm. Auntie Sheree, how you doing? Remember when you tweeted me like back in they 2013? Own, they own a hey. graveyard. That was before the um, Chateau. Yeah, that was before the But hey, you have to get fans how you do them. But yeah, so like, what is something that you hate when people disclose it? Like, before you get a chance to disclose it. How about you, Nikki? Um, that, <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> I mean, like, not only the bisexual thing, but like, that I sing, mm-hmm. just because it's like, especially when I'm at work or something, you know, a place where I have no reason to sing. <laughs> like, why are you telling people that I sing? Because then when sing. when you hear somebody can sing, they be like, well, I, I want to hear you sing. Right I'm not singing right now. Why? Because I'm working. Diddle. Why are you not going to sing? We're in a library. Why are you not going to sing right now? Because that ain't my job to sing. You ain't paying me. I'm going to sing for free, sweetie. You said because, bitch, I'm at Walmart. Right. Like, <laughs> I, I hate people, I like, that. tell people that I sing. Yeah. I I'm just that. like, that's not what we're talking about right now. Like, you never told me because it wasn't your what? business to know. That was my problem in high school. Like, I had this. Y'all tell them I can sing. I, I, had, had, I had this group of friends. <laughs> Jerry's trying to get discovered. I had this group yeah. of friends, and they would always want to hear me sing because this one girl had came to church and heard me sing and she was like oh my goodness you have a great voice and she came back to school like oh Trey can sing and everybody was like Trey sing Trey sing mm-hmm. and I hate I used I used to be so insecure about my voice because I felt like it was too loud and too deep I was like well most people love you know Pretty Ricky and Trey songs at the time yeah. he was hot and they know? can't sing at all that's oh all they love they love you are showing your age they love because that was like two years ago Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, mean, I ain't ashamed. I ain't ashamed. But anywho. Anywho. Yeah, I used to hate that all the time. And there was this expectation. Like, everywhere I would go, I would be eating my lunch. <laughs> chicken fingers in the mouth. And they would be like, Try to sing a song. No. And I'd be like, no, why? Come and to church. And if people get so sing. mad when you don't want to sing, or like, you know, it's early in the morning, you just woke up, you're like, sing a song. I'm like, could I even clear my throat? Could I what? brush my teeth and I wash my ass? <laughs> like, what? No, I'm not going to sing for you. Why? You are you too good to sing. Because exactly. I am. <laughs> so I just posted this video of me, uh, or they posted a video of me. Um, oh, no, James did. James posted the video <laughs> of, uh, of us singing Dear Theodosia from the cabaret show we did last year. And, um, this the one of well I can't say but somebody quoted and said finally I hear you, I finally I can hear your voice you know 
since, you know, it's been since high school since I've been asking you. Mm. And I'm like, well, you ain't never came to any one of my gigs. Ooh, or hello. my shows. Exactly. Because I've been yeah, booked exactly. and busy. I've been booked and busy all last year. Where have you been? Exactly. Who, where, who, what, when? Clearly yeah, didn't exactly. want you to know. And you finding out that I can say through a video? Mm. Well, congratulations. Mm. <laughs> How about you, James? What's something that you hate that people disclose before you get a chance to? Everything. Don't say nothing about my life. It is my life, and I don't want you to say a damn thing. <laughs> now, um, the gay thing, really, I just feel like, oh, okay, this is my brother and he gay. I'd be like, that just makes me want to say something like very outrageous. Like, yeah, like anal or, you know, like, since you want to oh, take Oh, it says the guy who was just telling us about our 13-year-old listener. <laughs> right. Well, y'all. It only applies <laughs> to everybody else. I said, I'm never wrong. Natalie's never wrong. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Delusion. I'm always the victim. <laughs> okay. Okay, Kendra. <laughs> I got the ticket. Who, who is it really? Okay. Ain't been on an episode in two weeks. Who? Who? Who is she? Who? Who is Kendra? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I don't like when people disclose that I'm gay and they, they want me to talk about it or. Um, I don't want to say singing, but I do. I don't always like when people be like, you just sing for me. I'll be like, no. Mm. I'm not going to just sing for you right now. I have videos online if you want to go and see those. Right. I have you a song. Like have you listened to my song that. on SoundCloud? Did you write that yourself? Yes, I did write that myself. It is a nice code. <laughs> so, but yeah, my, even my brothers, when people ask them something interesting about them, they be like, I got a gay brother. I'd be like, how was that interesting about you? Or why is it so interesting? Period. Mm. But... Oh, I know we can stay waiting to something else because I'm a little dead on that one. So, <laughs> Jen said, I am done. Wrap it up in yes, the bow. There, there he is. Closing. So, wrap it um, up. let's switch it up real fast. So, um, I want to talk about um, certain characteristics that you see in children that might tell you that they are attracted to the same sex. Because I hear older adults in my family always talk about like, oh, I knew your little ass was going to be gay. I remember when you used to come, I used to come over. I'm like, you don't know nothing. You was always drunk. You know, and they were telling me, well, I remember you would never like to be outside. I'm like, that's a lie. Like, I, I, I was outside. You, the most of the things they connected. Well, what the heck do I even mean? Like, I know. gay or straight people like to play? <laughs> I know. <laughs> But they will always tell me, like, you you never liked to used to be rough with the boys. And I'm like, well, I don't like people hitting me, period. I, uh, that's just not my thing. I don't want to <laughs> get punched. I don't want to get laid down and stepped on. I don't want to accidentally get my hand stepped on, my finger stepped on. But um, <laughs> I know for me, like, when I see young kids that I think might be gay, I, some, I know I instantly worry about, like, their surroundings or, like, their family because of the hardships that they're definitely going to go through. And a lot of times I wish that I could help or give them some kind of advice, but I'm definitely not going to say nothing because um, I don't want them to freak out and I don't want any of their, like, surrounding people to freak out also. (laughs) Because y'all seem real busy. I'm trying to keep the energy up. I can chime in at any time. Uh, We don't want to interrupt you like some people do. So go ahead. You can chime in at any time. Okay. So how do you feel about <laughs> young kids that you think might be gay or? I don't feel any type of way. I I think it's it's great. I mean, it just it also shows that it's not a choice. Um, so many people think you know your sexuality is a choice. I think you definitely aren't thinking like that. Yeah, I mean, I think you you choose to be out. <laughs> you know, to make that that part of that 
part of your life public, whether you, you know you want to tell people. Right. But it's not a choice at all. It's something that you just are. Just like people that are straight are just straight. They nobody taught them to be straight. Um, and they would never admit that if they were. Yeah, but um, like I remember being a being a kid and knowing other kids like this. There was this boy in the neighborhood, and he was very gay. But we were like eight. Mm-hmm. Nine, ten, like when we hung out and everything. You sure it wasn't James? But um, no, it wasn't James. It was his <laughs> other boy. But he was like, he used to um, he used to straighten his hair because he had like oh, a little bit of hair. What, what things did he, he do? He um, like used to he, he used to straighten his hair mm-hmm. for one. He would um ask to wear my lip gloss and stuff, and um like we would all hang out and everything. And like the other boys, they they gave him a hard time. They would call him gay. They would make fun of him or whatever. But he would always hang out with the girls. Um, he was very feminine, you know, he would switch, all that type of stuff, he would, he would play Cheers and stuff, we're friends on Facebook, we don't, we don't really hang out, but he's, yeah, he's, he's gay, like, gay as the hell, (laughs) 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 but like, it was no surprise, because that's how he's been since he was a child, he has been very just free, and I have another friend, um, when we were, when we were younger, he was very feminine, I remember this one time, um, I forgot where we were coming from, but we were like drop my mom and I were dropping him off at his house. He lived up the street. And um he was in the back because I had a Barbie doll in the back seat and he grabbed it and started braiding the hair of it. And my mom was looking in the rearview mirror like, Oh, you can braid? And he was like, Mm-hmm. I braid my sister's hair all the time. And he just was like braiding the hair or whatever. And I was just like, I, I remember looking back like and just like kind of looking at him with squinty eyes, like, he's that's different. Maybe he's, gay. <laughs> maybe he's gay. And then I remember my mom, like, when we dropped him off, she's like, yeah, he gonna be gay when he get older. <laughs> like, I remember my mom saying that. And I'm just like, huh, whatever. And lo and behold, he is gay. Gay. That's funny. I do think there's also um, times where there are some children who are gonna, boys specifically, who are gonna be, um, Feminine that aren't gay. Aren't there some little girls who are, are basically little boys? Yeah. Right. But there's <laughs> yeah. little girls who I know girls now that people still think, oh, well, they gay because they're a little more masculine. Mm-hmm. So I know those kids get a hard time and then they get confused for being, for being told that they're gay because they like to do um, quote unquote feminine things or girl things. I don't know. We talked about sexualizing kids before, but yeah. like, at what age is it inappropriate to play with? I don't even think we should sexualize toys. At I mean, it's a toy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand how a toy can be, I especially mean, for a girl. Yeah, I mean, when I was a when I was a kid, I played with my brother's um, fire trucks, but that was because sometimes I wanted them to switch up in different cars. I play with the. I would have my Barbies be on the fire truck, mm-hmm. use that as a car. Because, I mean, I needed some more sets of wheels. But that don't mean that I'm <laughs> right. I'm a whole nigga now. Like, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do think that gender norms are somewhat instinctual and, like, they serve a purpose. And, um, I just think that they're just part of things. I know that a lot of the things that we learned about um, gender norms or whatever is what we're teaching what we're taught in our own cultures and society or whatever. But at the same time, I do believe that they serve a function. You want to give the viewers a brief definition on gender norms? 
<laughs> oh my gosh! I'm not, okay, if no, you don't know what the what a gender norm insult. is, no, I'm don't insult people, people might have an idea, but they might not. No, know like ser- like stereotypical masculine stuff. So I'm a little boy, so I like playing football rather yeah. than playing Barbie dolls. Yes, there we go. That's it. I mean, like <laughs> I do think that males are naturally more aggressive than women. It's a it's a biological thing. It's stuff that's been proven by psychology and biology. Right. Well, as at as what age? Done. Because I do think I know growing up. It was a bunch of girls that were feminine, but they were definitely more aggressive. I mean, they yeah. get, they get they grow their growth spurts earlier. Girls bullied me more than boys did because <laughs> they were bigger. We were the same age; they same. were huge though. Sixth grade, <laughs> I didn't start catching up until middle school, but they got yeah. big, fat um, first. And I thought that they were just as aggressive. I was because afraid of girls. Women, women mature faster than men. Just a biological thing. Yeah. And I'm not I'm not a doctor, I'm not a biologist or anything like that, but like I wouldn't probably be far fetched in saying that women develop faster so they can reproduce. Yes. That's true. Definitely. So your body gotta get ready. I mean that's why you see thirteen, fourteen year olds with hips and stuff and like Yes. Well, they they become women at like nine or ten. That's when they start their period, which means they could potentially get pregnant. I don't make them no woman already. I'm not saying that we should treat them like women. Kids are no. kids. Definitely no. they are kids. Right. No, yeah. But um, just going back to the whole thing, I, like, I don't think that like you should force a gender role on a child. But is but it like, naturally being forced because they know they're... There's things that that's they can't play That's what I was about to say. Part of it is definitely learned behavior. It's learned behavior. have some uh, females who are more masculine because they're inspired by their dads. Definitely. You know, True. or you have some males who are inspired by their moms, moms, yeah. boys. And, and they, I mean, and they, there's they, girls that I went through a tomboy phase. Yeah. And you like, know? I just, I just think that is different for every child. There are going to be some boys who natu- boys who naturally gravitate to playing football and don't want to play with Barbie dolls at all. And like, it doesn't have to be a thing where like you, they were taught not to play with Barbie dolls. There's going to be some boys who want to play with Barbie dolls. I'm not saying... What I'm saying is that, like, they exist for a reason. But, like, my child, for instance, if I were to have a son and he wanted to play with my daughter's Barbie dolls and stuff like that, like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop him from doing that because who am I? Would you stop him from wearing a dress to school? If he wants to wear a dress, he will wear a dress. I'll do my best to protect him. But, I like, know, I, 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 I feel like I'll like be before. living a lie, like... Right, or contradicting yourself or contradicting to get to that point in life and then right. try to force him into something. Right, and, and Pink is a great example. Her daughter wanted to wear a freaking tuxedo to uh, whatever, was it the Billboard Music Awards or American Music Awards? And she let her daughter wear a tuxedo. Mm-hmm. But girls definitely get away with, more with gender norms and clothes and stuff. Yeah, It's edgy I for do. them to do it. It's just straight up gay for a man to wear anything else besides and, a suit. And that's double standard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I want to um, talk about real fast is um, I don't want to get like into homophobia, but like you know how um, Offset made that offline about um, I don't mess with them queers. I'm like you're wearing Gucci, but like he said, <laughs> but, but he, he even explained he said it. He, he said didn't. because queer in itself, the word means like <coughs> weird, weird is different, yeah. or strange. He didn't know. He didn't. Well, he claims he didn't know that that was even another word for gay people. I don't think he said that. Well, no, I think like like he 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 knew like what the word meant, but he also said that he was looking for words that rhyme with whatever word that he was using, and queer was one of them. Actually, Cardi B said that. 
She said like that she didn't even know that, that was another word for gay people. So what's well, another Cardi definition for no, Cardi B is low key retarded, so <laughs> We love you though, Cardi. I want to bargain with Cardi. So he um, said another definition um for queer is weird. Yeah, well that's I mean, not, that, that is that the is definition, definition of the word. Yeah. It's like different. It's like yeah. strange, like out of the norm. So like queer doesn't mean gay as hell. Yeah. But being gay, pop is, culture, but being gay is out of the norm, so it fits underneath the definition of queer. Mm-hmm. And but I know it means being aware, but I would just say definitely in pop culture, the first thing you relate queer to is homosexuality. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And like maybe he knew that the line would be controversial, but at the same time, I mean, you—that's like me calling you ignorant or something like that. And mm-hmm. like, that's a good example. Yeah, like. Ignorant just means that you're not educated or you don't know something. Or like, man, that's so ignorant. And I'm, I'm using it in a way that like doesn't... That probably was a bad example. Actually, no, that was good. Keep going. No, no I, I understand too. No. But anywho, or like the word nigga, for instance. Nigger means ignorant, that you don't know anything. But I call you my nigga all the time because you're my brother. Mm-hmm. Don't call me on my name. And I, I still think it's more um, than just him about a bunch of artists or just people who've claimed to be homophobic. Um, I can't think of the nip, like Nipsey Hussle. I know he recently like said some things, but when you no see idea. them, who that? he's like a rapper singer, I think. Oh, okay, I'm like, I have no idea who that is. I thought like, you were going to say first, Nipsey Hussle. Like, at first, like, I like, swear to God, that was like Whitney Houston or somebody. I'm just like, who the who is Nipsey Nippy? Like, I know, like I like, thought the same thing, but I know he made a few comments. But I've just read over the years certain people in the industry saying certain things. Mm-hmm. But they have a whole team that might be, you know, yeah. on the team. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, because hip hop in itself is so homophobic. Like, so how yeah. do y'all think Bobby Lights is gonna do for y- you who know him? Who was that? He's a gay rapper. Nikki oh, Dungeon. Okay. Watch. So, Tom, how do you hip-hop. think Bobby Lice is going to do? He's going to love a hip hop Miami for all of you who don't know. I mean, he's an openly gay rapper. Oh. Yeah. I mean, like, I think he's talented or whatever, but, like, it's, it's not for me. So, and does then, he make, like, like hood songs, but, like, sexualizing men? Well, actually, he does. And, like, really? Yeah, he was on The Breakfast Club, That's like, crazy. rapping about, like, gay sex and, like, how. What? Yeah, being a bottom and shit. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. What's his name again? Uh, Bobby Lights. He he. Lit. Bobby Lights. Yeah, Bobby Lights. L Y T. Yeah, he he's like he's a he, he's like he's like a fun person. I wish I was. And I think friend. he has a mission as far as what he's gonna stand for, and I like it. And you know what? Speaking of loving hip hop Miami, shout out to uh, Prince on that show. Yeah, uh, he's, he's doing. He's oh, doing, not that Prince? No, he's not dead. that Prince. Because he's, right. he's, he's, he's been shouting out, and he's been standing up for and, them. He's been, and he has been standing up for the LGBT community and hip-hop and everything On top like of that. him being accused of being gay all the time. Yeah, and he's just and a he straight ally. stuck his neck out there for people. And also, just as... But Lord, are, he is fine. <laughs> he, is very, he is very, very fine. Yes, he is. But, like, that doesn't make you gay because you stand up for gay people. Right. So, like, like, if you're straight... If you're bisexual, if you, whatever you identify as. If the stand up for somebody who's different from you doesn't, it doesn't make you bad or like you shouldn't be ostracized for doing so. Right. It just shows courage within yourself. Yeah. And Shout it shows that you, are a, that you are a loving ass person. That you just love people for being people, yes, which, which you, we should allies, do. for being so down. Yeah. Right, I know I had a few in high school. I remember one time um, this girl was saying that I was gay, and I didn't even have to say nothing. My friend James started going off on her. Like, he cussed her out for me, and I felt so good, but I still didn't tell him I was gay. Yeah. I was like, oh no, she's lying. 
But he cussed her out for me, and I felt so good. Everybody mm-hmm. was like going in, like, don't come at him like that. I was just like, yeah, because I ain't gay. As <laughs> <laughs> you did. Right. I was gay. James had all kinds okay. of sugar on his tape. I, mean, I was actually passing out the sugar. I was the person who drove the chain. <laughs> he was the hell of the sugar. Hot sugar, That's sugar. sugar I had. You want a piece of something sticky all night. That's how you go. What were you going to say, Tony? <laughs> you want that sugar. I remember my dad used to ask me, like, yeah, you know, people saying you got sugar in your tank. I used to be like, ah. To be the worst experience ever. <laughs> but what were you gonna say, Tom? Or should we segue into the next? No, topic? I wasn't gonna say anything. But that just made me think. Like my mom is so fake. Well, because she could have just said something. She knew the whole time. You could have just said something. It's not up to her to right. tell you who you are. No, exactly. I mean because like it was like never one of those things where like she was like you gonna grow up to be gay or like people are saying this. Or my mom never said anything. Like, like that's she, something that a, that a kid has to figure out for themselves. It ain't it ain't the mother's place to be like. Like I know, but like use gay baby. You, and it's gonna and be. And it all ain't right. never gonna change. And yeah. that's just who you are, sweetie. But you I, just a. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just like just like looking, your daddy. I'm, I'm just like looking back. Like, like your daddy. <laughs> oh my god. No, I'm just yeah. like I'm reminiscing. It's like it's like a good thing because she let me find my own way and let me yeah. tell her in my own way. But don't Which you is, wish she would have helped you a little bit during the years of struggle? Yeah, and like like I tell you all the time, like in her struggle, like, she don't know what it's like to be be a gay man. She can't help you through that. <laughs> As my mom would tell you, she is strictly dickly. Yes, mom. <laughs> so am I. Hi. It's kind of complicated. What do you mean it's complicated? <laughs> because you're actually strictly. Never mind. Sorry. <laughs> I'm lost in the sauce. You actually been on a strict diet. <laughs> okay. No diggly. <laughs> let him let him live, okay? I'm trying. I've only been gay for not even a year yet. That's okay? a lie, Facebook. I hate you, James. <laughs> so much. Trying to help you live your and best it's life. I am trying to live my best life. Uh, my DMs are actually popping. I could have had some dick. I've been putting down dick. Is that actually. tea? Is that tea? That is not no tea. Yes, it is. I just mm. do not believe in hooking up. If somebody get, a, I have a whole apartment to somebody. I mean, to myself, somebody could have been tearing this ass up. Oh, literally, literally. <laughs> I'm like, I been turning down peanuts. Oh, all right. Uh-huh. Can we move on to another subject? Because I'm, I'm tired of hearing. <laughs> About you turning down the pee. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> since we're going to get off the subject of dick, Mister, <laughs> 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 we have 13 year olds listening, but you done said dick about 44 times. It's PG 13. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, middle school. Can I have some dick? <laughs> What was that? Some Dak. Shout out to what's his name? Norman Freeman. Yes, Norman. Norman Freeman, please. You should listen to our uh, podcast. We love you. We're going to tag you in the next thing like 70 times. So if you don't listen to it, we will not support you. I will still support you because you're funny. Yes, Um, little (laughs) bastards. Yes, you little bastards. It goes both ways, like Nikki. This? Uh, Okay. (laughs) 
this this oh my goodness this episode is so crazy it's been crazy since we started this is just a crazy random episode it's just a crazy show next question please so my next question (laughs) is what's something that you're holding on to that causes you pain and you need to let it go but you don't know how Apparently, my lack of dick. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, you need to let it in. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, no. But you know what? Anywho, to be completely honest. So I thought say, because it should be 10 years in a minute. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 10 years? I sat there in that chair. I sat in that chair. Oh damn, they're rocking death. <laughs> Shut up. Please. Go ahead, Tom. <laughs> I can't even be serious right now. You know what? This is Tom. I am officially leaving three and a half days. If you want my spot, it is open. Oh God. No, and if you not. want to be their friend, it's you can actually be their friend. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. It's actually you. closed it's off be, and sanctioned. It's going to be two and a half. <laughs> Go ahead, though. It's going to be two and a half canceled because I'm going to sue y'all asses. Ooh, we want money. Anyway, go ahead. Ooh. <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I hate y'all. What I've been holding on to is my resentment for all three of these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my anywho, God. I can't even be serious anymore. But, like, anyway, I have a hard time letting go grudges. Mm-hmm. I will hold a grudge to the end of the earth. <laughs> Jesus. And like, and you know what? And it'd be one of those things where I can literally be in your face and we can have a whole conversation. But at the same time, I'm thinking about every last thing you've ever done to me. Lord. And like, it is not like out of a place where like, I don't like, I can't forgive you or I just simply can't move past it. That's, um, no, I peeped you for who you really are. You, you showed mm-hmm. me who you really are. So... Someone that you may have a grudge with, you can still like be friends with them though. Right. It could be cordial. We can be cordial. Oh, and like man. and like I can bring in your space and like hell, like I like it can be all good on the surface, but at the same time, I know how far I can go with you. Oh, so okay. I, that's how far I'm gonna go with you. If I can only walk down the street with you, guess where we're going? We wanna probably even make it to the end of that street. Yeah. And so like I give people what they give me and like I don't think that's the dumb thing to do. I think that's smart. I don't know. No, I mean, like, or what do you think you need uh, not hold grudges on certain situations, or are all the them always the same level of um, repercussions? Because everything doesn't deserve like this level of a consequence. Um, no, like if we're friends and we fall about something stupid, then like we gonna be friends the next day. But like, if you literally hurt me, mm-hmm. like if you went out of your way to intentionally hurt me, yeah. Then, like, this, don't expect us to go back to 100%. Oh, well. Like, well, are you the same person to talk about it? Not many people can do that. I, I, yeah. well, I totally agree with you. Are you I'm the not... type of person to talk about it, or will you just be like, well, I know they know, so I ain't gonna say nothing unless they say nothing? Um, no, like, we can, like, I'm telling you, like, we can seriously have a conversation. We can make up. We can go back to the, like, we can have a, some sort of friendship. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, don't expect our relationship to go back to the way that it was before, before, like, this situation happened. Yeah. I'm I'm the exact same way, though. Mm-hmm. I'm so yeah. like, But friends. I'm okay with the way that I am, yeah. so I don't know. Man, what did I say? So y'all don't got nothing y'all need to let go? 
Might be because of y'all pain or y'all. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like deeper personal stuff that like I would rather <laughs> not disclose mm. right now. But um, okay, Michelle. Okay, Michelle. <laughs> All night. <laughs> what about you, Trey? Oh, I can't talk about it over here. Well, I guess this was the wrong damn question. I guess, huh? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, guess, we, I mean, I guess I can say trying, something. I mean, I. I mean, I, I, I definitely, I definitely agree with Tom. I mean, I am definitely a grudge holder. I and hell, all my friends fucking know it, so it's not even a secret. But speak on it. I just, I don't know. Too. I just can't. Sometimes, I mean, people are just hard to deal with, including myself. So I just, I just don't understand. Sometimes I just don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm saying without getting too deep into things that have occurred in my own personal life. Like, I mean, I still hold grudges against my family of how they treated me to be gay. Mm-hmm. You know, and it still has to recover to where it needs to be. They still don't have the relationship that I want them to have with James. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that we still can't <laughs> go over the house and have dinner. <clears throat> we still can't go over the house and have dinner, and everybody be like. A loving family, you know that doesn't happen. That's very discouraging, and it does mm-hmm. hurt my feelings. And I do hold that grudge against my family. But if anybody else have any suggestions on how to do something different, I'm more than open to hear it. But that's a difficult situation. I I don't know how I mean, not to feel. I don't know how not to feel about it. You know. Can or, I give you some advice on something like that? Yeah. Um, cause um. I've had issues within my family with um, being with the same sex, and it was mostly with my father, and um, he was okay with it until I became engaged to this woman, and um, he let me know. He let her know, and he said, I will not walk you down the aisle because I don't condone it. Um, You know, I'm, I'm against it, and this is not right. I won't be a part of it, and it broke my heart. And I didn't talk to him for a while. And um, I got some really great advice from my um, then fiance. And she told me to write down my feelings. Because at the time I didn't get to express myself. He just told me how he felt and what he was going to do and all this stuff. And I never got to even say my side of it or anything. So she was like, why don't you write him a letter? Like, Like old school, write him a letter, put a stamp on it and send it to him. Um, get out everything you want to say, everything that you feel, everything. So that's what I did. I wrote him this long letter, sent it to him. He wrote me back, told me how he felt. He apologized for saying it at the time he said it. Um, you know, he was saying like, you know, I, I do, that is just how I feel. I do love you. And, you know, I'm proud of you, but that's just something that I'm like, I'm old school and that's just how I feel about it. And we worked out our issues through writing letters to each other. We live in this we lived in the same area, but we we wrote each other. And that's how we got everything out. And um you know, there were some hurtful things that I said in the letters and there were some things that he said in the letter cuz I mean neither one of us are perfect, so I definitely a way for me to get out some aggression. I I pointed out some of his flaws. I'm like, "Don't, you know, point your finger at me when you're being this way and you've done this and all these things that you've done in your life that are sinful and you know, should be judged by God and all this stuff, you know, because that's how he was on me when I told him that I was with a woman. And, uh, 
I just think that that was a really, really great thing that happened was us expressing ourselves through letters and um, we were able to get past it and we were able to get to a point where he, you know, once I got out of a relationship, he still was like, so how's your dating life? Like, are you seeing anybody? And like, what about this girl? Not even like trying to get me to date some guy because he knows that, you know, he knew that I was bi, but you know, just being like, being very supportive and, and still moving past that and just taking it one day at a time. So, I mean, I don't know if that's something that could help you, but it definitely helped me with my dad. What about me? What, a, what about me? Yeah. I'm you. I'm you outside mean? of his family. How did you deal with wanting to have a relationship with her family? I didn't want a relationship with her family. Well, why not? Because it was never going to work out. <laughs> like Even though it, you were going to marry her. You just didn't. When did it you was, give that it up? Was you just never going, wanted it from the beginning? Um... I wished that we did have a, I wished that I had a relationship with them. And I did. I had a relationship with her aunt and our cousins and her, and her one sister. But, like, certain people in our family, because they were Jehovah's Witnesses and just, like, so stuck on the ways of that religion, it was just never going to happen. We were never going to be cool. And I guess, you know, with my situation, I just feel like I'm... Every day, slowly but surely, I'm convincing myself that that may be the end result. Yeah. Even though my, in my heart, I don't want it to be. If you don't want it to be, you need to change it. You need but to do so, something about it. Because I'm telling you, once your family is gone, and you ain't got your family, ain't no turning back. Like, that shit is real. And it hurts. I know. You don't want to have any regrets. And so... I think you should speak your piece or speak your mind through letter or through whatever ever outlet you want to. And um, I've been afraid to do it. If it does, but what it you afraid me. of? What you afraid of? If if you get rejected, then at least you know, hey, I tried, and damn, this hurts so bad. But at least I tried, because if God forbid anyway, something happens, I know, but I honestly, I just don't want to feel that anymore. I feel like it take it took me this long, almost three years, just to be comfortable with where it is now. Mm -hmm. I feel like it'll take me even longer to accept mm -hmm. the fact that they will never right. that back. they will never accept it fully the way that I want, and it has just placed me back in a depressed mindset, you mm -hmm. know, and feeling bad about myself and causing my relationship internally havoc. You know, I yeah. I just don't I don't I don't want that. That's not what I want. Yeah, but I just think you should try. Never know until you try. I mean, that's that's good advice for anything in your life. Mm -hmm. You never know until you try. Yeah. Well, I ain't gonna try to rob no bank because I know how that shit. Works. <laughs> <laughs> we all know how that works. <laughs> I'm just scared. I'd be the one to get us caught. I'd be walking in there <laughs> trying to be clean on me. Robbing the bank. Oh my I god! I need that money. Oh my god! Thank you for that anecdotal laughter. Right. I was just trying. I don't know, but that was some awesome advice, and I even think about it. I'm, I'm going to do that. You said you're going to do it? I am. Okay. Today is February. Oh, because I have a today, um, I'm going to type it. <laughs> <laughs> February 19th, you guys. We'll see you.
what he does by the next episode. Y'all remember right now so y'all can call him out. Call him out. Call him out. Call him out. Oh my gosh. Anyway, as I was saying. That was some bomb advice. (laughs) As I was saying again. I'm like, I'm sorry. I was not done with the conversation. I've been trying to to say what I wanted to say. It's not even relevant anymore. Go ahead, Jay. Go ahead. No, I'm done. No. Mm -mm. I hate when people do this. Go ahead. Go. Just go. You want to go? Go. Oh, I didn't know you were going to speak on it. Go ahead, speak on it. <laughs> I don't want to anymore. Go. Well, neither do I. <laughs> well, then I guess this is the end of the episode, whatever this is. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all two got to be separated. <laughs> I thought you were trying choice. to get into something else. <laughs> no, I was trying to. I was trying to continue the conversation because I was going to talk about my relationship with my birth mother. I've been trying to say that, like. Go ahead, Tom. <laughs> God, I felt like that was like a dramatic ass moment. Just now. <laughs> that's okay. Anywho, so why I was saying that was some good advice is because I'm in a place where I want to reach out to my birth mom, but I don't necessarily know how because I feel like there's a lot of harboring resentment. I know this woman mm-hmm. exists. She literally lives on the other side of town of me. Like she's in reach. She's here. She's present on earth. But I don't know her. Mm-hmm. And sure, she comes around on holidays and whatever day she feel like it. But like whenever she chooses to decide that she doesn't want to be in contact with her family, she's not in contact with her family. Mm-hmm. And that hurts me because I know the woman is alive and breathing and well. Yeah. And she makes the conscious decision not to be in her children's lives. And I mean, granted, y'all not children anymore, but still, like, y'all her kids. We're still her children. And... And, like, I understand that, like, life is fucked up. You know, everybody get dealt a certain deck of cards or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, like, my issue may not be her coming to terms with my sexuality or anything. But I'm not even sure she knows that I'm gay. Mm -hmm. She might not. She doesn't doesn't know anything about me. I don't know anything about her. Mm -hmm. And, like, I, I don't necessarily harbor any resentment. I don't hate her. But I just, like... I just want to know why you didn't fight for your family or, like, why didn't you try? Or, like, even if you needed some time to get yourself together, like, why didn't you? Or, like, why didn't you come back for us, basically? Mm -hmm. Mm. So that's what I wanted to speak to and share in that moment. Yeah. To also encourage you that, like, I'm to the point now where, like, I'm okay I like not having a relationship with her, but trust me, the day that she passes and goes is is gonna crush me, and it's and I'm gonna have a whole lot of unanswered questions. Exactly. And I'm I'm sad that I'm in this spot, but like at the same time, it's something that like I feel like it's not up to me to change because I didn't create this situation. And I know that me going to her is probably gonna unearth something that I'm not ready for. She's not ready for it. That's how I feel. I feel like I'm going to go there and it's going to be a combative situation. And I don't want to place myself in a situation where I'm speaking or saying hateful things to these people that I love. And I'm seeking answers from. But you... you know, I, I just don't, I don't want know. to... Because I... You know how people, when they you tell them about themselves, they get defensive. That's yeah. a natural reaction. They don't want it to is. hear it for any of us. You know? 
So speaking these truths about my childhood and what they saw and what they were in denial about and what they refused to talk about because of their belief system, you know what I'm saying? And how they reacted after they found out and how I'm being treated now as a result. And then in the same breath, you tell me, I love you. I, I, I just, I'm confused. I don't even know if it's truth anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't, I don't know what to believe. I don't even, yeah, we family, yeah, we blood. But what does that mean? What does that mean to you? What does it mean to you? Because if you, if it meant that much to you, you would make the necessary changes to, to, to do what you got to do. reconcile. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to feel, part of me feels very responsible. I feel like because I'm gay, I created the problem. And it's my job to create the solution, and I'm tired of feeling like that. Mike. I'm, 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 and I can't do that anymore. And you have to. I don't know if either one of you have thought about the other person, and like, have you ever tried to put yourself in their shoes? I understand like how hard it must be. Oh, I have. Like my mom, she was addicted to drugs. She was on crack. Mm-hmm. Like. She had her demons. She had her issues. She's had yeah. her her things in her lives. And like, I don't know, like how she felt, huh. and like if she's embarrassed or she feel guilty. I, like, yeah, I was gonna say like, maybe she feels like maybe she wants to speak to you, but she feel like he gonna cuss me out or he gonna you know he probably hate me. But I've never shown her that. Every yeah. time I see this woman, is nothing but love. <coughs> Every single time, I feel like it's the same. For, and it's not for my grandmother, mm-hmm. yeah, or even my mom. You know, I watched my mom be abused and be uh, cheated on for years, and it and it destroyed her as a as a woman, but as a person, to have to, to somebody that you feel like loves you with all their heart and can say that, mm-hmm. and that you can build this life with and totally, you know, destroy you as if and like shatter you like it was nothing. Watch my grandmother marry an alcoholic, you know, who used to beat her and blame her for having five boys that he couldn't take care of, and then he ends up committing suicide. You know what I'm saying? Like, going through those traumatic experiences and having her still raising five grown-ass men who don't, haven't got their lives together and they all over 40. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then here's a grandchild who loves you, adores you, adores you as a woman. They were my most, uh, I I looked up to to them too, Mm -hmm. the most, you know? Mm -hmm. They inspired me because of the way they treated people and how people felt about them as women, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I feel like my mom, you know, because of what she was going through and because of how much I adored her, she she loved that about me and made her feel good. So now that I'm, you know, now that she found that she had a gay son, it's almost like she lost that lover in an aspect, that that unconditional love in, in that aspect, that that need, that she, the thing that she needs, which is mm-hmm. love from a, from a man who, no. you know, or the man. That she loves, you know. But I was giving that to her. And she was okay. She was okay with that, you know. And the thing that like... Same for my grandmother. You know, my grandma used to be uh, jealous. You know, jealousy was had ran in my family because I was hanging out with my aunt all the time. Who, my aunt got all the things she wanted. Built a $175,000 house, camel. You know, my grandma still written cars. You know, written these janky cars from these side auto shops. But my aunt is driving the two big ass Hummers, you know. It's it's the idea of what her life should be, and it didn't just it didn't happen that way. And the only good thing in her life was her grandson, who was committed to the Lord, which is what she believed in. And now he's gay, and she she felt like she lost everything, mm-hmm. you know. And 
that's what I face. That's what I've faced for the past two and a half years. And I don't know how to, I, I, I'm, I've been trying to figure out how to even deal with it, or if I even want to deal with it. But I've thought about it. My grandma's up in age. She, mm -hmm. she went to the hospital not too long ago, my mom told me, because of back problems. And I started thinking about, if I lost my grandmother and I haven't talked to her since November of 2016 was mm -hmm. the last time I spoke to her, how would I feel? I would, I would lose you my would, shit. You would. Yes, you would. But at the same time, you know, I don't really think that it's healthy for you to, like, unless you're going to work on it and work towards it, do you, at what point do you get the strength to walk away? Or, like, at what point do you, do you convince yourself that it's okay to let go? And like I said, Trey, I know our stories are two totally different stories, but I still think that, like, they both speak to that whole thing that like we're hurt by people who we want to love the most in this world or who we want them or who we want to love us the most in this world. Mm. And they don't. And that's a harsh reality for anybody. And that's after, you know, what I've learned, I mean, you just, if I've learned anything in this past two and a year, two, two and a half years that I've been out of my mom's house in a committed relationship, is that you have to accept some hard things that may do, it, it may break your heart just to even know, or the, yeah. that the fact that you even have to feel it pisses you off. But you need to how do you you need to learn how to move past those things so that you can live the best life that you want to live for yourself because. As much as we probably don't think so, that it does prohibit you from advancing yeah. in life a whole hell of a lot. And it has kept me stuck in a rut. And mm -hmm. it has allowed me to act out and show out. And in, in, in some ways become a total different, complete person of how I view people, period. You know, yeah. and it's, it, it's not fair. You know, you, you always, you look past this curtain of life, you see the life ain't shit, you have to learn how to find the joy in all this bullshit that happens around you. You know, that's a hard truth for a kid. You know, that's a hard truth. And you're out here in this big world trying to figure it out by yourself. You want to trust people, but you don't know how to trust them. Because no. they don't pose themselves to be trustworthy. So then you're left to trust in your own self. And then, you know, you got people telling you that you, you, know, you ain't making right decisions and, you know, you need to be doing this this way. And, yeah, it's it's hard. I mean, at the same time, like I get that, and they always say that hurt people hurt people. Mm -hmm. And just because you're hurting, that does not give you the right to hurt other people. Very true. And like, like not everybody is going to treat you the same way that your family is going to treat you. Not everybody is going to receive you in that light, or like, or go out of their way to create harm. Or to cause you harm in any kind of way. And so, like, I would just advise you uh, just to be more open. And, like, and like I know trusting people is hard. Especially, like, when you don't have that, that, that solid foundation. But if you don't give your chance to let anybody in. Or, if, like, if you're having people go through rounds and rounds of security checks before they can even get in. Then you're going to miss out on opportunities to connect with some amazing yes. people that's very true thank you for sharing that oh. and Trey for sharing such uh, personal things about yourself and myself I'm saying
Personal things about. <laughs> Thank you, Nikki. <laughs> Thank you. Thank me. I like to take me like and only me, <laughs> me myself, and I. And oh, on that note, I think we should wrap it up. I think we should too. Um, yeah. If you guys uh, have any tidbits or any suggestions, if you <sighs> have uh, dealt with anything similar to uh, any of us, like what we have dealt with, um, we have some suggestions, and you guys know where to find us on Instagram. Um, three and a half gays. Twitter. On Twitter. Facebook. Yeah. All and iTunes. Yes, you can listen to us on iTunes, <laughs> SoundCloud. Um, yeah, so just let us know how you guys feel about the things we've talked about or, um, you know, any suggestions. Or if you want to slide into my DMs, seriously. That too. Seriously, slide into my DMs. On a slide <laughs> 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 and on that note, uh, this is your boy Tom signing off. It's your boy Trey signing off. This is Nikki signing off. And James Major Burns. We out. Peace. Bye. Wakanda fam. <laughs> <laughs> Every time.